everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everyone. Hey. Hey. Some of our best memories together are from family vacations. Now we all share an affinity for travel, even if schedules and budgets make it a little harder as adults. So to make ourselves feel a little better about being home for the summer, we're reliving some of our best trip moments and some of our worst. Uh, Speaking of being home for the summer, Claire is like particularly (laughs) home for the summer right now. (laughs) Do you want to tell us about your situation? this, This episode... This episode could not come at a more like ironic time for me, frankly. Um, you know, everyone else is out there having like hot girl summer. I'm having like homebound mom summer, but it's all good. <laughs> like I'm I'm making the most of life. No, I'm just kidding. But um my older two girls and Dave went on a trip um, to visit his family. We usually go out to Utah every summer and see his family and um, see Grace and Tess and see friends from when we lived there and everything. And we really wanted to make it work this summer um, for us all to go. But uh, I'm weirdly feeling like quite a bit of, I don't know, weird feelings like shame or embarrassment or something that we couldn't make it work for all of us to go. Um, but we just felt like with a combination of like new baby, toddler who's really in a hard stage, mask requirements on planes, <laughs> and kids who can't, like little kids who just can't drive cross country yet, we just couldn't figure out a way that realistically we thought it would work for all of us to go. So I am home right now with my little two and Dave is out with his family and um, I'm actually excited to have some time with them, but I'm like laughing that we're doing an episode on travel right now when (laughs) I am very much (laughs) tethered to my two home base for the time. (laughs) I feel like there's there's no shame in not making something work if it's something that you like actually wanted to do. You know, like there's a difference between like Mm -hmm. couldn't make it work that that you got to go on the trip to versus like, oh, we couldn't make it work to like, I don't know, like something bad. Yeah. Come to like a funeral or like a wedding or something like some kind of big family event or something like that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was there to witness your sadness about like having to make the decision not to go. Yeah. It was a hard decision. I know like you would have done whatever you could to go but sometimes you kind of have to do what is best for your own your own kids and your own family and I think everyone you know is understanding of that I think so oh yeah I think everyone's been super sweet about it I think I don't know I I think sometimes I internalize like not like I hold myself to the same standards as like travel bloggers or like the bucket list family or anything. But, you know, you see everyone's highlight reel. And I've talked to so many friends that are like, oh, you know, we just we've traveled. You know, our kids won't keep masks on, but we haven't had any issues. And, you know, just go for it. It'll be fine. You know, and that kind of thing. And and I think like I feel like, oh, you're right. I probably could make it work or or I should just 
we should just, you know, bite the bullet and do it even though it's inconvenient or hard or whatever. But, you know, I think there's also wisdom sometimes. The longer I'm a mom, the more I'm like, you know, sometimes you got to know your own limits and know when something's just going to be like miserable and stressful Mm -hmm. for all involved. And my kids won't be tiny forever. And (laughs) next summer will be, I won't have two kids in diapers. I won't have a brand new nursing baby. I won't have, you know, a lot of the circumstances that we have right now. So yeah, totally. it is totally Mom fine. and dad always left me behind when I, <laughs> when I was little. That's true. That's a good guys. point. That's actually a good point. You didn't yeah. get to come to a few of our trips. So mm-hmm. that's actually and I a good point. And I was not sad because I was too little to remember it. So I don't think that there's any shame in staying home with the littles. Thank you. Thank you. It's more just selfish because I wanted to go get... Um, cookies at Dutchman's in St. George and I wanted to (laughs) get you know all the yummy food and I'm like wait I wanted to do all that but it's totally fine I'm you know I'm gonna like milk this for all it's worth and get some kind of uh, like mom's day out or something out of this when Dave gets home so nice it is all good and oh and for the record Dave like really feels guilty. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like he just was like, oh, fine, I'll just go and leave you home. Like he was like, no, we just, all of us won't go. And I was like, no, I want the big girls. Like they look forward to this all year. So mm-hmm. I really wanted them to get to go. Speaking of food in St. George, have you tried Viva Chicken? No, I always, it's like, I always recommend it to people when they Wait, ask you haven't for had recommendations. It? I've no. Well, we don't really go out to eat much when we go because we're just staying with his parents, but you know? You, so It's just funny that you... But you recommend it to other people? I just know it's like one of the most popular places and I've heard it's, it's so super good. good. So I was going to insist on eating there this time, but, Aww. you know, next time. Next time. Next yeah. time. Well, did you guys see that Swig is getting pretzel bites? <gasps> really? Okay. Do you think that Can you, you imagine that? I do was think it I you? brought it about. Yeah. I think, I think that it was because of Anne. Yeah. I manifested sure. it. But I'm, I'm going to say it's honestly good I don't live in Utah anymore because can you imagine? That would, can be, you imagine? That would become a problem. That'd be yeah. It would be, mm-hmm. I'd be there every day for lunch. Every well, day. Okay. Getting Swig. a big drink and pretzel bites. <laughs> I don't want to like slander Swig um, on the record or anything, but, you know, they had that lawsuit with So Delicious already about like what who copied who but and didn't Swig copy um, someone? i thought they copied dutchman's well That's they did you're right originally they copied dutchman's i okay if there's anything i don't know a lot about many subjects but utah um soda shop drama is something that i could probably <laughs> I talk think that Swig or so delicious was like the first one so why are they suing dutchman's each other? dutchman's was the first one yes yeah, swig and so delicious sued each other i don't remember who won but thirst is the one that has pretzel bites, if I'm not mistaken. <gasps> really? Because yeah, because I got them with a girl on a girls' trip last year. My friend Kate was like, "We got to go to um, <laughs> what is it? Thirst?" Because I think they have pretzel bites. So I I don't know if they invented it, but I know that thirst had pretzel bites first. Is thirst so. the ones the one that sends packages for you? Oh, there was one that was like a mail. You could like a, you could mail your like package post office and drink shop, <laughs> which I don't know also that. would be quite a draw for me because like if I can just drop off my returns and pick up a drink in a drive-through situation instead of having to walk in, like I would do it's, that for sure. Yeah, it's definitely like a genius concept. It just cracks me up that 
something so random exists. <laughs> so random. <laughs> so weird. Oh, anyway. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That was a complete sidebar that we did not plan in the script, but you know, you gotta you gotta go with, with the flow sometimes on these conversations. Um let's dive into talking about some of our favorite travel experiences as a kid or as kids. Do you guys wanna give a little background on like maybe how we traveled or our our family's travel philosophy or something? <laughs> I just don't want this to come across like bratty privileged kids talking about like their wonderful experiences oh yeah I think that when we tell our stories it will you'll quickly (laughs) realize that we we are not those kids yeah I mean I feel like there's no there's no amount of travel that's not a bratty privileged kid exactly yeah you really can't be like oh we stayed in a cheap hotel in London like it's, you're, it's, you're, you're still no, bratty and very, privileged, very lucky but that we got to do some trips for sure. Yeah. So our trips right. were not relaxing. They were like a strenuous, um, like I don't know, cultural experience. Like mm-hmm. mom and dad really planned and planned and packed as much as possible into each mm-hmm. day, which was awesome because we got to see like so much mm-hmm. of everywhere that we traveled. Um, but it was not like a relaxing vacation. Yeah. Mm, and and do you guys not. remember mom would start like our first day would usually be like grueling to the point of like I was usually um, in tears. Unsafety. Yeah. Like there were <laughs> yeah. tears. There was sometimes <laughs> we were like, so jet lagged illness. Like, yeah, we were so jet lagged. And then I think slowly as the days went on, she would kind of like realize that it wasn't a realistic <laughs> amount of things. And we would like wear them down and be like, no, we're skipping this museum or something. And that we is very true. Kind of like wear it down a little bit. But yeah, dad got a lot of airline miles through work. And so that was how we got the tickets. And then dad, I remember said his, his um, quote was, uh, travel should be character building. So it wasn't always <laughs> yeah, like, it was, it was not all like laying on a beach or something like that. I almost never had a, a bed of my own. Yeah. yeah Tess, Tess usually, we had that little tiny child size sleeping bag that packed really small that I think we brought sometimes. <laughs> Didn't they pack that like over, like so. on, yeah, yeah. in a suitcase, like not just on a camping trip, like they would bring no, out on trips yeah. and that's what Tess Sometimes we'd like. push like <laughs> yeah. four, two hotel chairs together and then she would sleep in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ways to make a bed for the youngest kid. Exactly. Yeah. She was, well, as she already has mentioned, she was lucky she even got to come because she got left Happy to um, be there. <laughs> but Tess, you got to tell your knees story. That's, I think, one of the most famous travel disasters. Okay, yeah, I think that's a good one to start with. Um, so we did a really cool trip for, I think it was for mom and dad's 25th anniversary. Is that right? I think so. Oh, yeah, um, it was. I mean, I think. I think it just coincided. <laughs> I think it coincided. It and coincide? we were like, oh, it's your anniversary. I don't think it was like uh, pre-planned. Mom's not really the type to be like. Oh, we need to have a trip for my yeah. anniversary. That I happened. Don't know. Well, She's no, I know that that's style. But I, I feel like maybe they call it that though, because I've heard oh, them okay. say that it was for the anniversary. That, yeah, that's like how they call one of the trips my birthday trip because it just happened mm. to be my birthday, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like here you go, happy birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, it's revisionist history for sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we were on this cool trip where we went to. England and Scotland and Ireland and France and it was just super fun got to go through like the south of France and 
super fun trip, but we, um, I was 10, I think, or 11, one of those, definitely in my awkward stage, which is another story, (laughs) but, um, but we were on our way to church. I think I was wearing a skirt because we were on our way to church. And so we stopped at this little lookout that was like over like a, a very large hill, a mountainous type of hill. And Grace, who had a lot more coordination than me, started like running well, saying something. That's, yeah, that's not that's really it's yeah, it's bad if it reflects if poorly Grace on you. had more, <laughs> more coordination than me. But she did and she went running down this giant hill to get a better picture, I believe. And I thought that was a really good idea. So I started running and lost all control of my limbs. <laughs> like flailing down this hill (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was about in my memory I was about to overtake grace and so it was like a very selfless sacrifice because I was like I can either run grace over and take us both down or I can just fall to my knees right now and in that split second I chose I chose to save grace and so I dropped to my knees and I slid for like I don't even know how long it was. It felt like a really long time because I had a lot of momentum going into it and I was sliding through rocks and through like shrubs. And when I got up, my knees were just completely skinned, but I, we thought did mom and dad, did they think it was really serious at the time? Were they like, Oh my gosh. Or were they just kind of like, Oh, Tess, are you okay? Like what I remember, I think I remember like they were really bloody and really gross mm-hmm. but mom and dad were like oh no and then I was like very cheerful about it and so they were like mm-hmm. dad I think Classic I test. just remember being really proud of myself because dad seemed like so pleased that I was just like so <laughs> cheerful and like you took it on the just nose. kept yeah. going and so mom tried to wash my knees out in the church building because we still went to church <laughs> and she was like scraping rocks out and stuff but oh my uh, they still got really infected and um all the <laughs> long creams story that, short. <laughs> long story short they got so gross and infected and um none of the creams that mom and dad tried worked and band-aids made them more infected somehow and so, and so <laughs> it just spiraled until finally in Ireland we had to go to a doctor and he said that I could have lost some of the function in my knees if I hadn't come in earlier oh or my word when I did so anyway that is the story of my knees that was um, a dramatic I think that was luckily the only time we've had to go to a doctor like on a trip mm-hmm. that I remember, yeah. which is probably pretty lucky. But yeah. I mean, I don't, I was in my own self-absorbed world. I just don't think I realized like how infected it like They were just so gross. I, they um, were bad. I was well acquainted with how <laughs> infected they were. I know. I know you um, were. Because the nature of this trip was such that we were stuck together in a car um Mm -hmm. for most of it like it was a road trip kind of a situation and I Tess and I always sat had to sit next to each other Tess was in the middle seat and I was on one of the outer seats and young Tess um was a bit of a a man spreader I was not a man spreader (laughs) it's very hard okay it's when there's like a raised 
platform on the floor in mm-hmm. the middle. It's very hard. It's true. Your, your feet stick straight. That's like, true. Go on either side of it. I understand. I understand. I've sat in a middle seat. Um, I, I've managed it. I don't but. know that you do. I don't know. That you I mean, anyway, she Tess, you could have put your knees together and leaned the. Oh no, both of them are pussy. Never mind. I was gonna say. I you don't think that we should knee. be blaming me. I'm the victim here. You were the victim. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, could Anne not have moved her knees way off to the side? That's a oh, good point. I did. I did, but like. Sometimes there's only so much really room in like a I don't small European vehicle. Yeah, it was pretty compact. And oh. Anne will never live down her like cruelty to Tess. About yeah, everyone's knees. always like making fun of me for that. I don't really <laughs> yeah, think that was on me. they be making fun of <laughs> me? Just the little baby with <laughs> the, the with the pussy with knees the and. Knees. I don't know. It is kind I of. I was sad. also. I was a teenager, so I feel like you guys. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Maybe there just needs to be forgiveness all around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. just come together. We can get past it. On this podcast and forgive. You know who should really be blamed for this situation is Claire. Because I know. she was uh-huh. the one who always got the back seat by herself. I don't think. Well, I remember Grace and I trading off on that back mm-hmm. seat. Yeah. That's true. Claire got it the most, though, because of her attitude. Yeah. She yeah, had a lot of attitude. Let's talk about Was it because Claire of my attitude? Story. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it definitely was we would be like if we can just get claire out of the situation then the rest of us can just enjoy our lives enjoy <laughs> i remember sitting by grace because i remember grace had magic shoulder do you guys remember magic shoulder mm-hmm. yeah but you hardly ever sat by grace okay what i used magic shoulder the most there was there was one time when Anne was in the back seat. I remember because she one time I did sit in the back, probably after mm-hmm. the incident. and she got angry at you guys for singing a duet of faithfully. Oh yeah, and she started ratting your hair from the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> from the back seat. <laughs> I forgot about that. I Sounds actually like I rediscovered faithfully. So I I never ever listen to my iTunes anymore. I just listen to Spotify. And I got on there the other day for something and I was like, oh my word, it's like a time capsule of like late high school through college, like all that music. I'm like, oh, I forgot how obsessed we were with like the Glee covers of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I stand by the fact that a lot of those covers are better than the originals. Like if I do say so myself, I I think think some of them are better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some are. But I, yeah, Faithfully came up and I forgot that Grace and I used to sing that together. And the the Grace trying to hit the high notes in Circus Lights is like one of the <laughs> my favorite memories ever. I don't know why Anne was so rude about that. I was hitting those notes. I, I feel mean, like there was, was more context the that I can't remember. Because like... There were Grace and I sang a lot of duets. I think we sang a lot of duets and mm-hmm. Anne didn't like it or something. It Anne probably, was... I mean, I'm sure it got to a point where like... It yeah, was I'm sure it <laughs> Yeah, I think it had just mm-hmm. crossed into like a, a new level. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we also had some music on... We would always make like trip CDs, like mixes. I don't know if always actually. We used that, to just that have trip we did. regular We CDs, had CDs like we Britney would Spears. listen to. Yeah, we listened to um, Britney Spears obsessively on our England trip, I remember. It wasn't until um, like s- like you could burn CDs that we started 
doing mixes. That's a good point. But yeah, on that later trip, we had some mixes. And I remember Come On Eileen was on it. And mom would always make us skip it because it wasn't appropriate for Tess. She'd be like, <laughs> Which is so silly because I skip still it. have no idea what that song is talking about. I know. Their <laughs> accents are so thick. It is like you wouldn't. I mean, they could be saying who knows what and you wouldn't even know. I don't even know. know how mom knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Tess would have never been aware that there would be like anything, anything wrong. None of us inappropriate. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Um, I I was a little angsty on that trip because it was when Dave and I were dating, and I was acting like we were like, you know, World War II lovers separated by you know the Pacific Ocean or something, and uh, I was very dramatic about the fact that. You know, this was before you could, like, text and stuff over Wi-Fi. So I really wasn't going to be able to talk to him for, like, three weeks. But You Skyped back, him every night. Well, no, just when we were staying somewhere with Wi-Fi, which was always patchy, and we would get cut off, like, constantly. So I – but, I mean, yeah, I guess we did get to talk a couple times throughout the three weeks. I've looked back on some of our emails because we would email each other, too, and they are, like – cringe worthy like I'm like I don't know how we got married and we were looking back on some like old texts or something from ourselves like when we were dating and and Dave was like I can't even look at these and I was like I can't either like I cannot it makes my skin crawl we were so annoying like, I, don't, I don't know how we got married like we're both we're both just so annoying like we're annoyed by ourselves and at each other so it's amazing yeah. that we that we made it work, but you were hard to be around at that I was time. Really and you guys have made it sound like I was the villain of this trip, but you know, like we all agreed at the time that Claire was, oh, the, Claire true was villain. the villain. Claire was uh-huh. absolutely. <laughs> what is that quote from Batman where it's like you live long enough to see your heroes turn into villains or something? I can't remember. <laughs> but I think, I think we were all a villain. <laughs> we all took a turn as a villain in one way or another. Yeah. Oh, of course. Every family trip. There's just, you know, it's heightened emotions. There's just little dramas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Claire and Dave, speaking of which, on our Spain trip, do you guys remember how like cuddly they were because they were newlyweds? Mhm. And it was I like I think we were. I, I don't remember that. The only <laughs> the only thing I remember about that trip was the day after Christmas, we went out and Tess revealed that her whole like little travel bag was just full of candy. She just put all of her, <laughs> she put all of her stocking candy in there. <laughs> she took oh everything God, else you. out. I don't even remember that. Can I share another Tess travel story? I Why feel like is this is unfair. Just... Like I know. I feel like we're, we're piling just on so Tess. Little. She was so little. Exactly. It's so I endearing. Was like 15... No, I was twelve. I was twelve on the Spain trip, but still, I wasn't little. So this is kind of a stretch to call it travel. You guys were traveling. It was when I think all three of us were probably still at BYU and mom and dad came down to visit. Maybe Anne hadn't graduated yet, but they were staying in a hotel. And I think Tess and Grace had been left alone at the hotel or something. Does this ring a bell? And mm-hmm. Tess went <laughs> Tess went to the vending machine <laughs> with mom's credit card and bought like eight bags of chips and like seven apple juices or no, something no i think it was a one bag of ch- yeah. chips no it was an excessive was, amount I of apple juice get- i remember that at least it was a lot of apple juice okay it might have been a lot of juice but i probably only got one thing of chips 
But you, I remember like mom was like, Tess. And he said, I knew you wouldn't mind. <laughs> that Dave says, I knew you wouldn't mind all the time. We still quote I that have so literally much. no recollection of that whatsoever. But everyone keeps bringing it up. <laughs> it was really cute. It was just so, it was classic like little cute Tess like moment for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about another infamous? Um, Grace and I were not privy to this experience but it's still uh well you kind of were because are you talking about secret I trip and should tell the story yeah secret okay trip. some people call it the secret trip and i choose to call it the trip of lies uh because this was the first time that i was aware that my parents had um blatantly lied to my face so <laughs> What happened was I was a missionary at the time and I had been in Ukraine for um, about a year and there was a lot of civil unrest at the time and uh, a lot of of things happening. And so my whole mission was like evacuated and we were all reassigned to missions in the United States. So... (laughs) Which um, is like it was, pretty traumatic if you are serving a mission. I mean, Tess knows because yeah. she had to get evacuated because yeah. of COVID. <laughs> yeah. You guys a lot of that. missionaries um, now kind of know some of that, some of that horror. Um, mm-hmm. But there was added layer of like danger. Leaving, yeah, leaving the people you love in danger and going somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so it was just this whirlwind, crazy, like, we didn't get to talk to our parents before. We just like basically packed up and got on a plane. And um, so I got to Arizona and it was nighttime. And um, we get to my mission president's house and we've been traveling for like a bazillion years at this point. And we were like, do our parents even know where we are? And they were like, yes, like they've been notified, but... um go ahead and like give your families a call. And I hadn't talked to them in like probably I think five months at this point. Like I hadn't talked to them since since Christmas. Oh, this was and pre-calling. Yeah, it was before yeah. you could so call. This is more dramatic yes. Than <laughs> what I was thinking originally. Oh yeah, I guess I guess you guys could call. Yeah. I hadn't um been able to actually like call them in a long time. So I was like so excited after this long hard journey to get to talk to my parents. So uh, I give mom's cell phone a call thinking like she's probably the most like excited, you know, she'd be hurt if I didn't call her. So (laughs) I called her. She didn't answer. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But she's, you know, probably just not by her phone. It's an unfamiliar number, you know, like maybe she didn't know who was calling. Yeah. Had they emailed mom and dad? Like, did they know you were being evacuated or they had no idea? I think so. I think they got a notification. Um, And then I called dad's cell phone and he didn't answer. And I thought that was like really strange. Dad Mm -hmm. has never. Dad answers. (laughs) Exactly. He answers any weird phone number at like (laughs) any hour. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of Christmas dinner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If an unknown number calls, (laughs) they'll just answer it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'll call our landline. And nobody picked up. 
And so I was like, okay, I'm going to leave a really loud message so that maybe if they hear me on the answering machine, they'll pick up. So I'm kind of like yelling into the (laughs) phone like, hey, mom and dad, it's Anne, pick up. And no one picked up. Uh, I was so like, were you worried? I was just really confused. And mm-hmm. I was really disappointed and like sad. <laughs> so then I made the rounds again and again, nobody answered. I was coming up with all these theories, um, none of which was correct because I never could have expected um, <laughs> what was actually going on. So my mission president's wife like puts her arm around me and she's like, it's okay. You can call again in the morning. And I was like, okay. All sad. Well, the other missionaries got to talk to their parents. Um and then the next day, uh, the mission president's wife told me, like, okay, like, they're going to call you at such and such time. So we came over and, and used their phone. And did I did I FaceTime? I think we, mm-hmm. like, Skyped or Skyped whatever. Or whatever yeah. So I could see you guys. And it was Tess and my parents. <laughs> and they were sitting against this, like, <laughs> blank... <laughs> background that obviously like like, clearly was not our house i want to just mention we were i remember finding out that you were gonna skype instead of just normal calling and it was a very scary moment (laughs) was it was it last minute like oh she's gonna skype or like you guys knew ahead it was like a little premeditated but we had (laughs) we just weren't expecting it and it was yeah, we were all in a panic. Was anyway. it the middle? What happened? Did mom and dad get the email or something like in the middle of the night? Or what was the vibe like? Yeah, yeah. when did you guys find out that I was calling? I don't exactly remember. I think it was, I feel like, okay, I feel like we missed the call because we were out maybe. And mm-hmm. they didn't really have calling capability or something. And then... We got home and we found out. And then I think we had to like set our alarm for like 3 a.m. Oh, man. <laughs> to, to get up and sit so in front of They probably this. looked so weird, like middle of the night, <laughs> like no outside light coming in. Yeah, exactly. Like a blank wall. Like at home, you would never be sitting, the three of you lined up against a blank oh, yeah. white wall. Like you're probably like, where were you? Where are you sitting? Like in the house right now. I immediately knew like they weren't at home. So I was like, where are you guys? And they're like, oh, um, dad had to go to Portland for um, something for his calling, maybe like a training or maybe it was for work. I don't remember. And and mom was like, so we just decided to go with them and like make a trip of it, which technically was true. But as it turns out, it um, it was like a half truth. Mm-hmm. But there were no, um, there were no full-on lies. It's kind of a lie to answer the question, "Where are you?" With yeah, it was definitely yeah. a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So as it turns out, um, they had actually taken a lavish European vacation. <laughs> lavish is not the mm-hmm. word. Well, I was suffering through like a pretty traumatic experience. Um. They were just out there eating croissants and crepes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, just having a grand old time. And for the record, I was mad about this trip too. So I think it was karma because I had thrown a fit when I found out they were taking Tess on a trip. 
Not because I thought I deserved to go, just because I was like, well, if you're going to go on a trip, you should come visit me. <laughs> and like, I was like really same. mad about it's it. It's not the same. Every single trip has to just be to visit Claire. <laughs> to visit Claire. Yeah, yeah exactly. She... Wait, did you know about the trip before? We yeah, you didn't find out till later. No, I knew about it. I laughed myself to the grave when I found out about the phone call because I was like, hmm, karma. Well, because <laughs> yeah. then I gave him an unexpected call, too, because I was also on my mission in California, but it, it coincided with Mother's Day, and I had told them that I wasn't going to call because I was worried it, that it would make me homesick, but then at the last minute, I was homesick and wanted to call, and so <laughs> I called them, and I think it, I think at that point they had their phone, like, you know the ringer on and like ready for calls and so they answered but they sounded really weird and like out of it and now i know that it was <laughs> i had surprised them that it was the, the middle night. of the oh night <laughs> yeah it was That's really so inconsiderate funny. of you both to interrupt our trip <laughs> to surprise you the funny thing was like if you guys would have just told me like that you were going on vacation while i was on a mission i would have been like happy for you like that it was would not Anne have been her, her spiritual best. What was the what was the impetus for keeping for keeping it from you guys? We need to yeah. we need to clear mom and dad's on good name mom here. and dad's end. It was it was mom. Dad would have told you guys, and it was not obviously out of like maliciousness. It was because she just thought like she just didn't want to make you guys sad because she. Even, like, right before we left, like, all the stuff with Ukraine was happening. And we just didn't want to, like, she didn't want to make you sad or make you feel like we were having tons of fun while you guys were suffering <laughs> in mm -hmm. these, like, you know, foreign places. So, well, especially where Anne, Anne, weren't you, like, locked down in your apartment for a time? Like, yeah, actually, when they were there, I was in the Kiev mission, which wasn't even my original mission. And we had gotten, you know, stuck there for a month before we went to, like, the United States. So, and that was, like, the worst time of my life. I hated mm -hmm. being in Kiev. So, I, like, I understand, like, not wanting to, you know, be like, we're having all this fun. Yeah. And there mm -hmm. is definitely a time in my life where I would have been really, like, mad, you know, to hear that they were going to take Tess on a trip you know, without me. Um, so I, I get the thought process. <laughs> I can totally see mom being just like wrecked with guilt. Well, they almost got away with it, but Tess got sloppy and she posted a picture of her in front of the Eiffel Tower. I didn't think it was going to be Instagram. a forever secret. So I thought you would find out Yeah, I don't think it was meant to be like a forever before. secret. <laughs> before you went snooping on my insta i found out immediately pretty much upon coming home because i yeah. i don't think when i left on my mission that tess had instagram mm -hmm. so i was like oh i'll follow mm -hmm. tess and then i look like four yeah, pictures of course you gotta check out what she's been up to <laughs> yeah i should have posted more yeah tess doesn't post um, very much so it's like one of one of five <laughs> the top post yeah so i remember being in my room and i was like what you guys went to Paris? And so dad, I hear dad come like <laughs> running down the hall. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry we didn't tell you. And like he was absolutely like 
dejected and just oh, like no. grief stricken. Oh, like I can see the pain <laughs> in his face. So then I felt like a little bit, a little bit better just that, you know, <laughs> he felt so bad. I was like, okay, like obviously yeah. it was painful for them to have to keep this from me. Time dulled the understanding. I think we all, we all learned a lesson about secrets. Yeah. They should have, you know, just don't, just don't keep don't, secrets. Yeah, yeah, keep big secrets because. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone apologized to me about the truth. That's true. Well, you didn't make, you didn't threaten to like disown all of us. Anne was like so mad. We had to apologize. <laughs> okay. Well, we could go on and on about um trip mishaps maybe we'll have to do a part two because i have a lot more stories i could share and i feel like this episode has cast me me in a bad light this episode has just been like anger and betrayal yeah we're airing a lot of grievances anger and then also like embarrassing stories from when i was like in my in my most awkward stage so let's do a part two soon so i can clear the air um, but if you have a vacation coming up or have a travel tip to share or a funny story, let us know on our Insta. Cause we love to hear from you guys and love to hear, um, your own reactions to our show. Um, so who's got a weekly win? Uh, I have one. It's just a, a new kind of protein bar that I found and it's, it's kind of good. I mean, it tastes like a protein bar. Like you're, you're just never going to get around that, but it's sort of every once in a while you get a bite that tastes like, you know, those Reese's bars that are like, they're like an outrageous is what they're called. Mm. They're just like a peanut butter. I haven't tried it, bar. but it sounds delightful. It's pretty good. It kind of tastes like that, but like sort of fake and proteiny. Um, but <laughs> I would say it's the most like candy protein bar I've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. They're called Chef Robert Irving's. <laughs> uh, now i don't remember what? what the actual bar is called because i just yeah, call fit it crunch that. fit crunch so fit google crunch? sir robert irving sir. He's he's chef esquire and that is so funny he couldn't come up with like a catchier name than, than just his full title they're, they're called fit just crunch really... it's just in small letters above it it has his mm, name and mm-hmm. i just think it's really funny um <laughs> so funny <laughs> so yeah they're fit crunch bars i like the yellow kind the best um i've only had the yellow and the orange and they sell them at, at walmart and costco so mm, cool pick them up at walmart first to get a small <laughs> to see if you actually like them <laughs> between your protein bars your soylent and your like shakes i feel like you are almost to the point where you've eliminated the need for food entirely mm-hmm. you're i know and you're... i've i've started taking i've started drinking a magnesium drink but i couldn't in good conscience magnesium. recommend it because it has like trace amounts of either like arsenic or um, what what's the other poison <laughs> anyway why are you the what? other poison <laughs> why are you drinking that great i got it at costco i don't know it, how do you know it has arsenic in it then i looked it up and people were on Amazon, people were like, this has, you know, poison. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my God. But I'll, I'm still drinking this it. I'll is, let you know. Well, that's, 
you're you're basically just substituting like you're replenishing one trace mineral that everyone's low on with other trace poisons that are gonna poison your body i guess so yeah i'll just use something else Mm -hmm. to clear out the poison Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) carry on carry on (laughs) um okay i have one so i um i'm always kind of looking for music that like i like playing music when we're just like around the house like with the girls but sometimes um Stuff that's like Disney or, you know, like kid music, quote unquote, is just like loud. And I feel like it kind of like almost elevates like the stress and like drama in the home kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually really love when there's something we can listen to that is pleasant and everyone likes, but it's just maybe like a little more peaceful and calm. And I just found out about um, an artist. Her name is JJ Heller. Have you guys heard of her? No, Mm -mm. I had never heard of her. So I saw some of her music on, I think, like some reels or Instagram stories on Instagram. And her voice is really pretty. It kind of reminds me of like Mindy Gledhill or kind of one of those like that kind of style, like really soft and light. And um, her, her voice is just really pretty. And she has a few albums that are like covers of um, like really well-known songs And then she also has some original music. And I've been playing it lately, and the girls like it, and they're super picky about music. Um, I mean, Molly won't even let me sing, like, in church. She slams the hymnal hymnal closed and says, don't sing. And then she turns around. If she's sitting on my lap, she keeps turning around and, like, giving me stink eye to make sure that I'm not singing. So they're very, very picky about what music we listen to. Oh, and they don't like anything that's too lovey. I think I've mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. They'll say too lovey and like make me change it if they think it's lovey. (laughs) So if they, if it gets their stamp of of approval, it's very good. And um, she also has a delightful Instagram presence Mm. if you would like to follow her. She just seems like a really uh, sweet gal. So I highly recommend her. Never heard of her, but I'll have to go look her up. Well, my weekly win is travel related. I went on... A couple of trips. I went last weekend. Luke and I went to um, Philadelphia because his parents just moved there. And it's so fun there. Lots of fun stuff. Saw Liberty Bell and all that. And then we also went to New York City because it's really close by. So that was How long were you guys in New York for? Just a day. Not even a full day. We were there from like noon to probably like... I think we left around 8 p.m. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, so it was just fun. We just wandered around and saw a bunch of sights and ate lots of food. How long of a drive is it from Philadelphia? I think it was like an hour and a half. So it's, it's oh, really that's close. Oh, not bad at all. Yeah, it's really yeah. close. Um, and then this weekend, Luke and I went to, we drove up to Rexburg or to Island Park right by Rexburg um and went to Yellowstone with our friends and stayed at Luke's family's cabin in Island Park and had a nice little adventure up there so um, that's awesome well Tess is having a hot girl summer for all of us then we'll just (laughs) live vicariously through you (laughs) yeah okay my weekly win is that we finally found a dog sitter for Louie for our upcoming trip (laughs) oh who's it gonna be um, we found a lady from church, um, Matt posted on like our ward Facebook page 
saying like this here's a picture of our dog and um we need someone to watch him like these days and like we'll pay this much and like at first we did not get like any any takers (laughs) one lady messaged matt and was like we have a because we said like probably no one with dogs because he's pretty scared of like other dogs and she said like i'd be willing to watch him but he we have a cat um like would he be okay and at first like that was the only offer we had so i was like i could take him over to like you know me make sure he won't hurt the cat or something. yeah so we walk in he's absolutely terrified because he thinks that i'm just like dropping him off already so he's like panicking like whining and like clawing at me and then he sees the cat and at first the cat he didn't register really that there was even a cat because he was so scared then finally he realizes like there's a little furry cat in here and he starts barking so loud at it and like lunging at the cat <laughs> and his tail's wagging but like it scared the little girl um that family had like a little probably like three-year-old it scared her so bad she was shrieking and like clinging to her mom oh, and she's no. like mama i want to go upstairs mama like oh, let me no. go upstairs I'm scared. and so the mom's like okay you can go upstairs and she's like i don't want to go alone and she was so scared so I was like i was like it, you know it's okay like we can probably find someone else you know i don't want to like traumatize your little girl and she's like okay yeah that would probably be best so then i was really like concerned like we're not gonna find anyone to watch louie and i told you you could bring him here i know but we already have flights out of michigan like we'd have to drive Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. drive back it just would be a whole hullabaloo Mm -hmm. so finally another lady messaged and said she could do it and that she and her girl love dogs Mm -hmm. and so i took him over there today and their house was just very like peaceful and like he he walked right up to the little girl and she was petting him and he was all like happy and I was like oh like he really likes you and the mom was like oh yeah like animals are always drawn to her and I was like oh it's perfect (laughs) so um good energy they they said they would Mm -hmm. they would do it so that's That's a relief now I can actually be like excited about the trip was it like Mm -hmm embarrassing at the other lady's house or was it just like such a disaster <laughs> it was my worst nightmare um in many many ways there's nothing more embarrassing than like having to to like kind of back out of something and someone and like they have every right to but someone being you being like oh okay it's okay we don't have to and then being like that would be best. And <laughs> yeah, like protesting at all, and you're like, okay, it yeah, was, it was you're right. really, truly, <laughs> truly embarrassing. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>